Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. Well, we've had a quite a few days here with some lots of results, so let's jump right into it. First of all, we, we here at D3 Golf Guys have one ask. Texas schools, can we get some live scoring, please? I know it's not always the easiest thing in the world, but man, it makes for a much more exciting day to me because we are sitting around waiting on results and wanting to watch. Um, it is something that you guys are going to have to do at Nationals. So uh, if there's something I could do to help uh, hook you guys up with golf stat, uh, reach out to me. But let's see if we can get some live scoring because you got some really good golf being played out there. And we want to follow along live. Uh, helps keep some of us going in the middle of the day. But with that being said, let's jump right into some of the, la- the results for the ladies over the last few days. We're going to hit three big tournaments today in, in our podcast. Um First, we're going to start with the Pinecrest Invitational hosted by Letourneau University at Pinecrest Country Club out in Longview, Texas. Um, <clears throat> really, really, uh, what I've heard is is uh, windy conditions out in Texas, which I find shocking and amazing. Not really. It's Texas. Um, but a really nice win by East Texas Baptist, who's uh, you know looking pretty good from a squad perspective in the ladies' side. Um, they also had some uh, junior colleges and some NAIA schools out there, but uh, really nice win by East Texas Baptist there. Uh, Letourneau uh, themselves finished fourth for the ladies, and then there was Centenary College um, also in there with a fifth-place finish. So, you know, a, a good tournament. Um, really were able to get in there and, and do some good things. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Hardy for East Texas Baptist led the way. Um, with a really nice 161 over two days. Um, there was a couple of the junior college players right up there with them. But, I mean, East Texas has number two, number four, Hannah McKinney, and number five, Mackenzie Pinkston. Um, I mean, they're, they're all right there. They're, they're, their top five players are all inside the top eight, um, including Emily Watson and Callie Brock, Brockway. So really impressive out of the East Texas Baptist uh, schools. And, look, the, with – some of the other Texas schools coming on strong. This is going to bode well for you know more and more competitiveness out in Texas. So, you know the, that's really the the results there. The Pinecrest Invitational for on the ladies' side. The other tournament and the nice thing about this past weekend and early this week was dual men's and women's events, which I thoroughly enjoy because it creates even more camaraderie at the school. Right? It's nice to be able to have the women's team and the men's team there. It creates Bigger groups at dinner now, you know that doesn't necessarily help help us with COVID stuff. But in general terms, it's really nice to have uh, more teammates in, during the tournament. Next up, we had the Shriner Spring Shootout, which kudos for the alliteration tournament name. Um, I, I made sure I worked that over a few times so it didn't come out differently. And again, a, a really really good tournament for the ladies here. Uh, Won by Texas uh, University of Texas at Dallas, um, and, they, and they won by two shots over Trinity University, who edged out Mary Harden Baylor by another two shots. Uh, Southwestern University uh, came in in right behind them, and then uh, St. Thomas in Texas after that, followed by Concordia, Harden Simmons, um, University of the Southwest, and then Shriner themselves. Uh, there were some other teams there, but they didn't get a team score. Um, so I'm I'm looking at at you know golf stat trying to figure out exactly 
what happened. I don't know if they just didn't have enough um, players or if, you know, there's sometimes situations where people have to leave and catch flights and they don't get to finish their round. But um, really, really good tournament, some good play. And, it, and if, if what I heard was true about how windy it was out there, ladies were getting it done. Um, so uh, finishing the medalist is Karen Alvarez at the University of Texas at Dallas. Really solid uh, 154 for two for two days, 78, 76. I mean that's that's golfing your ball in the, in the winds in Texas. Um, finishing second was uh, Madison Milliorn. I hope I'm getting that right or, or Milliam, excuse me, Milliam uh, from Concordia. And, and again, rock solid, 78, 78. Um, and then tied for third were Sydney McConnell from Mary Harden Baylor and Trinity Lee from St. Thomas at Texas. Uh, both with 159. So, I mean, really good playing uh, as we kind of get into this. You know, I'm starting to look at, you know, scoring averages and, and looking around to say, hey, okay, who's going to be qualifying for nationals? You know, normally the first couple tournaments in, you know, we, we're not really focused on that. We're really focused more on team. But when the shortened season we have, we're going to have to start looking at performances and who's shooting good scores. Um, so again, I, this is a great tournament. I mean, really close. I mean, 10 shots were, there was 10 shots that decided between 12th place and first place. I mean, that, that's all, that's a lot of people packed in there. And I mean, you, you add another 10 onto that and you're getting to 22nd. So a lot of people playing well, that that's a good sign. Um, really good tournament. Then, uh, we'll come, we'll, uh, we'll leave the Texas area and we'll come East to Savannah. Um, where we had some really good uh, ladies golf as well. Um, unfortunately, we, we we did have a COVID incident where the center university the center university women were not able to travel their entire team. They did send two individuals who performed extremely well, um, but unfortunately, we just we didn't get them for for COVID reasons, which um, was very sad. Um, but there was still some really great golf played. Um, and not not to be too surprised, but the Methodist University Monarchs came to play. Um, they come out and shoot, you know, a, a really solid round in, in round one, and then absolutely blister it on in round two. And they ended up winning by thirteen shots over Barry College, the host, who had a really nice nice day today. It really kind of came back. They were three shots behind Christopher Newport, and really. Uh, surged ahead with a with, ahead of them with five shots today to, to sneak in front by two, uh, but a really nice showing also by Christopher Newport. The ladies from Christopher Newport very consistent three twenty two to three and three twenty two back to back days. So again, that's rock solid. Oglethorpe University's ladies come in finishing fourth. Um, the trans the, the Transylvania University ladies. I I'm not exactly sure what happened. I I believe what I was told was I think they had to go catch a flight. So I'm not sure that they were able to finish their round. Um, but, was, but Transylvania and Huntington also had team scores in there. There were some other individuals playing from those schools as well as the, the center individuals. Um, as we get into the kind of the individual results, I mean, there's some really good golf being played here. But Jillian Drinkard from Methodist, 149 over two days. That's 76-73 had some really good golf. And, and, I mean, to see the scores here, 76-73 on that golf course is really, really good. Um, 
what really helped Christopher Newport is they had the number two and number three finishers in Erica Whitehouse and Shreya Ganta, respectively. And again, really good golf. I mean, 74-78 for Erica, 77-79 for Shreya. That's that's really good. I mean, 156 around, around in Savannah is excellent. Um, and again, you know, you have Methodist Alexandra Williams, um, along with two Barry players, Lauren Kim and Sarah Beth Scarborough, tying for fourth. Um, behind that, another Methodist player, Ingrid Steingrimson. I think I got that right. Don't kill me if I didn't. Um, hit me up on Twitter with a phonetic spelling so I make sure I get it right. Um, Barry again, and then a couple of Oglethorpe players, uh, Sarah Sue and Olivia Matthias. There. So, I mean, really good golf. I mean, good golf deep in there. And you're looking around going, wow, there's a lot of good ladies out there playing. So, one, I'm going to call out two, the, the two ladies from center um, that did get to come play, uh, Abby and Margaret, finished 13th and 17th respectfully. I mean, that's that's pretty good playing when you're there by yourselves and, and your you know your team's not, not really there with you. So, you know, kudos to them. That that's really good playing in a tough spot. So, you know, we hope the center ladies are, are doing well. We want them back out there. They're important to us. Um, so, center ladies, you know, let's take care of everybody and let's get you guys back out there. Um, but uh, kudos to the to the Barry Golf Program. They put on a fabulous event. Um, I, we got some great pictures out on Twitter about the uh, the trophy, which was a a giant uh, shipping container ship. Like boat, um, it, because if it, those of you that don't know, Savannah is really big harbor, uh, you know, port city where lots of stuff comes in. And so as you as you will drive around Savannah, you will see these large tankers of with box cars or you know shipping containers and all this kind of stuff just stacked up on these huge boats coming in and out of the port. So it's, it was actually a really cool idea. So that that. I know there are a couple coaches uh, gave some kudos there, so wanted to make sure that we brought that up. But uh, you know, really great couple days for ladies golf in the Division Three. Um, you know, so that was really impressive. I, I'm excited because the, the level of play continues to get better and better and deeper and deeper, and that's that's exciting for for that. All right, let's shift our attention over to the men's side where we had some really good golf being played. Let's start uh, first with Pine, with the with the Pinecrest Invitational. Um, again, we had some other NAIA and, and, and junior college schools. But just to highlight sort of some of our uh, Division three schools, um, Letourneau University, the host, finished third um, with a really solid... I mean, they, they actually were... They were in really good shape. They were leading after the first day, which I think was 36. And, and honestly, this, you go out and shoot 297, and, and you think, all right, that's pretty good in, in, in a windy Texas day. Um, but some of the junior colleges and NAI schools came back with the 283 and the 291 to clip them um, just today. So that's you know that that's a that's a tough one. I've been there. Um, we had the I think it was Duke's B team showed up to one tournament. He, we were playing in here like uh, so we won the D3 tournament. But anyway, um, let's see who else. Uh, Centenary College was in there, uh, a nice fifth-place finish. East Texas Baptist, um, sixth place in there. Millsaps College from the SAA also was there in uh, eighth place. So and then we had some B teams in there as well. So really good uh, good depth of, of players throughout that 
throughout that tournament. Centenary, I know, had uh, somebody tied for first. I don't know if there was a playoff or not, um, or how that was tie was broken. Uh, but Richard Poland from Centenary, uh, really great th- uh, three rounds, 68, 73, 72. And then also had uh, Hank Crane from East Texas Baptist University uh, finished tied for fourth uh, with uh, 75, 75, 72, 71. Um, so really good plan. And, and uh, let's see, leaders for Letourneau, um, let's see, Dalton Northcutt uh, tied for eighth, 76, 71, 74. So again, this is good, this is good golf. It, these aren't, you know, these aren't high scores. These are these are good playing, especially in in some of those tough conditions. Okay, let's let's shift down down the Texas Channel here to Kerrville, Texas, for the Shriner Spring Shootout. And lo and behold, two teams we have talked a lot about appear again. Uh, tournament was won this time by McMurray University. They they got two horses at the top that continue to lead them through, and, and our guy Lane Roy uh, ended up winning the individual. We'll get dig dig more into that here in a second, but really really good. Um, it was really interesting if you watching uh, the results. This is where if you had given me live scoring, I'd have been all over this because going into the day, you know, into today, you know, McMurray and Mary Hart and Baylor are tied two ninety nine with. Concordia one shot back, and then Trinity University with six shots back. Well, I don't know what it is, but the Trinity Tigers have got some second half, second round, late round mojo going because they roar back today in windy conditions with a 297 to end up just just missing tying McMurray. They finished one shot back with, with a really solid 297. Mary Hart and Baylor, nothing to sniff at. They, they played very well. They finished third, uh, four back of Trinity, uh, followed by Concordia, and then uh, Our Lady of the Lake, Eastern University, uh, Dallas, Texas Lutheran, St. Thomas, Hardin-Simmons, um, and Shriner is in there as well. But again, this is good golf, especially in windy conditions from what what we were hearing out there. The, the wind was blowing, so that's really good. But moving into the individual side of that, our man Lane Roy from McMurray, him and him and Brendan Lawrence for McMurray, it looks like they got a third score today and yesterday, which is helping because they have been really good all year. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know who's going to make nationals, but I'm pretty sure Lane Roy and Brendan Lawrence for McMurray are, are right in there. Um, so Lane Roy with a really solid 73 yesterday fires a. Two under 70 today for a 143, finishing two strokes ahead of Holden Weisner from Trinity University, who shot 77 the first day, but comes back with a four under 68 today to end up in second place by two strokes. Mary Harden Baylor's uh, Luis Lagoretta, really another, tied for third as well um, with somebody from Our Lady of the Lake. 75, 72, 147. Um, with Trinity, again, Daniel Nunez, fifth place, 73, 76. And then our, our guy, Brendan Lawrence from McMurray, was was tied for the lead and after round one, 72. A little harder day-to-day, 78. But, I mean, still finishing sixth place, you know, nothing to sniff at. Um, and then as, you know, we kind of getting in there, we could see some of the other good scores. So, 
this is really good golf. And in windy conditions out there to be, you know, really hanging in there and, and shooting some good scores. It's interesting. I have uh, and on Twitter, you know, I have a few people who aren't yet Division Three golfers or aren't yet Division Three golf dads who, who will come to me and ask questions. And, uh, you know, the, the kind of the question was, you know, hey, are the top few Division Three guys, could they play for Division One? And my answer very quickly is yeah, absolutely. You know, this isn't a matter of we're not we're playing vastly different golf courses. I mean, I mean today they played it played you know Comanche Trace from seventy two hundred yards in in windy conditions. And if you're shooting seventy three seventy, I mean, no Division One guy is going to go out there and, and you know shoot you you know sixty one. Like no that that. The golf courses know the colleges are coming and they're setting it up in, in such a way. You know, in high school you can get away with that because you show up and the golf course has to, you know, have the golf course set up for every everybody else. When the college tournament's there, it, that's that's what they're doing for the day and the pins are set in, in pins are set and tees are set. So really good playing out in Kerrville, Texas. So you know, again, it's just really impressive when I see some of these scores. Speaking of impressive. Let's shift back over to the Savannah Invitational hosted by Barry College, where we had had a lot of talk about the, the, the a packed top 10 tournament, which did not disappoint. Now, the one thing we will say is that we put this out on Twitter was, unfortunately, Carnegie Mellon and Emory University were not able to make to the tournament. So that, that took out two of the top five teams. But you wouldn't have known that from the action that was going on. So, one, it, Guilford College, who was, you know, really in a good place, they got out fast, along with Huntington in the first first eighteen for the for the day one, um, two eighty six, which is really good playing. Followed by you know some other good scores. Piedmont College two eighty nine that first round. Methodist. So you're seeing the the top ten just packing in, right? It's I mean we're not we're talking about you know two ninety two two ninety four. You you shot two ninety four. You're finished. You're in sixth or seventh place after the first round. Really really good golf. And and I know the golf course they're playing. It, it's it's not an easy golf course. Second round that day, um, they didn't get it all in, but they got most of it in. And so all of a sudden, you, you start to see sort of, um, you know, some differences in, all right, who's where. And so after the round two, Guilford has got a four-stroke lead over Methodist, right? Both shoot 287 the second round. Piedmont shoots another 289, rock solid. They're at, so you got Guilford at minus three. Uh, Methodist at plus one, Piedmont plus two. Huntington struggles a little bit. Second round, two ninety five. They're they're now five over after that after day one, the thirty six holes. All right, followed by Lagrange and Christopher Newport. So you know we're talking a lot about the top. There's actually some that's actually kind of a cool like two different tournaments within this one. There was sort of a top tournament and sort of a middle tournament. And it's, it's sometimes that's how that works. Um, but again, you know. When you're talking about fifth place, Lagrange with 587, that's 11 over. You know, seven shots get you down to ninth where Oglethorpe was after you know it, 298, 296. 
So we're not talking about shooting 320s here. This is, you know, ninth place. You break 300 twice, sorry, you get ninth, ninth place. That That's some really good golf. So as we kind of get back to it, all right, so we're in for a dead heat after round two, right? It, it's all right. Guilford is three under. They got four-stroke lead on Methodist. Piedmont's right there. Well, the cream rose to the top today. Methodist comes out and blisters the golf course with a 9-under 279. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, just boom. I mean, here we go. We are coming deep. I mean, today, in today's round, their fourth score was a 1-over with a guy with 6-under, 3-under, and 1-under. That I mean, that is big-time playing golf. And and that's where when I talk about yeah, the top guys in division three are just as good as guys on division one teams. Here you go. Um the interesting thing is is Guilford played pretty darn well. They shot an even par two eighty eight, but I mean they end up losing to Methodist by five strokes because Methodist goes crazy. Here's the other thing. Huntington, who we knew we know is really good. They came for it too. They shoot an eight under two eighty today. I mean, talk about golf and the ball. I mean, that's just get it going. So I mean, you get Methodist who wins. You have Huntington and Guilford tied for second. And by the way, nobody should be ashamed of that. That's really good golf. That you know, I know people will like to be in the lead, but at the end of the day, you know, did you shoot what you needed to shoot? Guilford College comes out and shoots 286, 287, 288 for an 861 total. That is golf in your ball. Um, the other interesting thing is uh, LaGrange College comes up today firing a, a six under 282. And they, they go 302, 285, 282. So we're talking about some serious golf. Piedmont, who you know was runs right up there in, in day one, 289, 289. 297 today, you know, nine over. Not their best performance, but they'll be back. You know, that they're right there. That they finished fifth. Um, but then the other, the other kind of tournament, as I was talking about before, was this other jockeying for position with Averett University, Greensboro University, Oglethorpe University, and Christopher Newport. They were all kind of in the mix here um, as we got into today. Um, so if you go back and kind of think about it from a day two perspective. Christopher Newport was in sixth, uh, you know, at, at 591. Then two back were Greensboro and Averett. And then one more back of them was Oglethorpe at 594. Uh, Barry College was 597 at that. But, like, Oglethorpe, Averett, Greensboro, and Christopher Newport, like, as you watched throughout the day, it was, oh, plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one. Here they go up and down to kind of work through a lot of that. So it was kind of fun as, as, as an outside observer you know, it's interesting because you, you've got a tournament at the top, but there's a tournament in the middle. And uh, so it's really, really great. Averett ends up winning that um, tournament, shooting 292 today. Um, they just narrowly nipped Greensboro, who shot a 293. So they get them by a stroke. So Averett, sixth, Greensboro, seven, Oglethorpe, eight, after their 296 again uh, today. Um, Christopher Newport drops down three spots. Um, shoot, they, they shot 302 today. So, I mean, we're talking about a span of 10 strokes making the differences of that where either you were at the top at six to the bottom at nine. 
So if, if anybody thinks that this is going to get easier, it's not because we got really good golf being played. Um, the other thing I would say is uh, Hampton Sydney, who's going to host next week. You know, good comeback round today. You know, they kind of went 302, 306, came back with a 292 today, which which was really impressive. So that, you know, it's really good golf being played out there. Um, let's talk about the individuals because there's a serious, serious golf being played here. First of all, 12 guys even or better to, at, through three rounds at a hard golf course. Today's medalist, though, James Mishu from Guilford College, 13 under par for three rounds. Wait, wait, let me say that again. 13 under par. He goes 65, 67, 71. And honestly, after the after the first day at 65, 67, I, I'm looking around and I, I tweeted it out and it golf got a golf stat got me where I said it was 11 under, it was 12 under. After 12 under after the first day, I'm like, all right, well, this guy's won the tournament. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Because Cameron Starr from LaGrange College came roaring back today with a 6 under 66 to miss by a stroke. So you got to. So here, by the way, D3 guys, right? No, no, 13 under, 12 under. This is really good golf. So Cameron Starr starts off 73, goes. 65 in the second round on day one. Final round, 66. That's really good playing. Uh, so then we go down, tied for third, Caleb Kimbrough from Averett University, four under total, 70, 72, 77. Also tied for third, Owen Burt from Huntington College, also four under, 69, 73, 70. Also, Davis Reynolds from Greensboro College, also four under, 70, 70, 72. That's all three of them. I mean, can we get some consistency? Yes, here you go. I mean, it's 73 to 69. That's it. There's, I got nine scores. There's not anything outside of 69 and 73. That's, that's, that's awesome. And then we got another group of three guys tried for sixth. Jay Adams from LaGrange College, three under. He went 76, 69, 68. Andre Chi from Methodist. Also three under, 74, 70, 69. Ben Ballin from Piedmont, also three under, 70, 73, 70. Um, keeping going down the list here, uh, Henry Anger from Methodist, two under. Uh, he, he was 75, 73, 66. So you want to see where, where Methodist was coming from, roaring from? Here, here you go. They've got guys who are shooting three under, six under, you know, just wow. Um, so that's sort of the top 10 there, uh, and the individual side, there's some really good performances. I mean, when you, when I'm looking at the top 25, in order to get in the top 25, the, you had to shoot six over for the three rounds. (laughs) So you can shoot 74, 74, 74. Congratulations. That's really great playing. You get tied for 25th in this tournament. Oh, Okay. But here's the great thing. When I see tournaments like this, one, it makes me really proud to be a D3 guy because you see this many people under par. This isn't easy, right? Those of us that have played, you can put it at 5,800. It doesn't mean you can shoot under par. You're still going to hit the ball there and make your putts. Um, and so playing at sea level right down there, 6,800 yards, I mean, really great golf. The other thing is 
you know, a lot of people would say, well, why would you want to go to this tournament? This is what this is what you play for, right? And we talked about beforehand that this was probably a pretty good national championship preview. Um, well, here you go. I, all right, I'm, I'm going to watch James and Cameron, who are double digits under par. I, all right, you got my attention. Uh, I, I'm writing down names for everybody in the top ten here shooting under par here. But also, this gets you to understand, this is what it takes to to get to win the national championship. This is what it takes to get inside that top coveted top four or five in the nation. For, for those of you who aren't in there, you know, hey, this this is where you got to get to. But a really great tournament. I, I was thrilled because just to get to watch the back and forth because it was like, okay, uh, Guilford goes ahead, or they're still ahead, and then Methodist roars back, and then, oh, there's a couple bogeys and a couple birdies the other side, and went back and forth. And, and I, you know, within the last couple holes, Methodist stretched it out a little bit. Um, but again, you, then you had the, the fight for second place with Huntington roaring back in and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really exciting. For those of us who are huge golf nerds who are watching golf stat like it's a real live golf tournament, um, I'd have done anything for about 20 hard cameras and, uh, and some live commentary of the golf on, on the Division Three level. If we can ever get D3 golf guys bigger, maybe we can figure out a way to do some uh, some live streaming. But So with that, that was sort of the results. And I know we had some other results. We put a lot of that stuff out on Twitter. But those are the big results from, from the last two days that we've been watching closely. So really exciting stuff. Um, we want to turn our attention to sort of what to look forward to. So we've got some good tournaments coming up this weekend. Uh, kind of 12th, 13th, 14th time frame. Looking ahead, first, it appears, and I'm crossing my fingers, you guys will help me if, if this is, but it appears our friends in the Midwest are about to get going. So the Millican University is going to be hosting the, the Big Blue Spring Opener. I'm not sure who's invited yet. I'm sure I'll get some get some more details on that as we get there. That'll be the 13th and 14th, as well as our friends at Franklin College had their spring invite at Timbergate Golf Course coming in 13th and 14th as well. So we'll be looking to see some of the more Midwestern schools get started in there in that Indiana, Illinois um, space. And I know some of the Ohio schools are getting ready to start getting out there as well. So that that's exciting because you know there's a whole other half of the country that we haven't even seen play yet. Um, the other thing on the ladies' side, I know I saw this. Um, the Northeast Conference, uh, I want to make sure I get it right. Um, yeah, the, the NISCAC. I think that the NESCAC, the NISCAC, um, they've approved spring sports. So that's really important for some of our friends like up at Williams College. The the, the Lady Eves up there, I know they're chomping at the bit to get out and, and show what they can do. So really happy that that conference is going to be you know opening the doors a little bit more. The weather's starting to turn and break. I know where I am today, it was actually 60-something degrees. And, you know, I may be a little late. Recording this podcast because I maybe had to go out to the golf course myself a little bit. So uh, the other big tournament to be looking forward to is on that 12th through 14th. It's going to be the Tiger Invite at Forest Creek, hosted by Hampton Sydney. I've I've already heard from several schools, uh, uh, the same kind of schools that were in the Savannah tournament that are looking that are, that are going to go there and play. I don't have a full invite list yet. Um, I'm hoping to get that, but. That's the next big tournament to be watching for. Um, so that would be the ones Saturday and Sunday that I'll have the, the TPC at Sawgrass on the TV and I'll have Golfstat up watching as much live scoring as I can there. 
Um, Texas, it looks like I, we, we're taking a little bit of a time off, but I think we're coming back in a couple weeks. I think there's a tournament in Vegas. I know the McMurray guys were talking about um, coming up in Vegas out there. So really excited to you know kind of w- keep watching some more golf there. Other stuff for D3 Golf Guys. First, I want to say thank you for all those that have been engaging online. Um, we, we actually did a, a, a T-shirt that several people uh, contributed to. I, I cannot thank you enough. That's very cool. We're going to keep working on that. I've, I've had some good offers from some other people that we can do it sort of a different way without the custom ink kind of thing. But that was the easy way for me to get things started um, as we because without inventory. Uh, we also have had a lot of success with our stickers. Um, you know, we've done some shout outs to that. You know, I, I can't thank you guys enough. It's very cool. We're, we're not doing this to make money. We're, we're doing this to, to, to get recognition and to bring an audience together so that we can continue to, you know, bring Division Three golf to the masses in a certain way and continue to talk about it in the way that we all love to talk about it. The other thing I'm really excited about is we're going to start getting into some more interviews. And I'm really excited about what's kind of coming up. Later this week, we're going to be interviewing Matt No from Play Away Push Carts. Um, we're going to do a whole podcast with him talking about their business, uh, where they're going to be, what kinds of things they're doing. Um, so that's really exciting. I know they the, the Play Away Push Carts were at the Savannah Invitational. Um, and I know they're going to be at Jekyll Island I know that they've been doing Jekyll Island for a long time. Um, so if you don't know what they are, look them up. Um, but we're going to do a full podcast. We're going to talk to Matt. He's a great guy. Um, he's, he's a golf dad. He, he, he got it. It's a really cool story, and I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but we're, we're going to be conducting that interview later this week. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to bringing that to you. Um, also, kind of on the looking forward uh, we're going to have uh, the Oglethorpe University golf coach on to start to set up uh, the tournament in Jekyll. That's happening that that next weekend. Um, also, we want to we're, we're trying to work on we're efforting as they would say in the business. We're efforting to bring on uh, Lance Ringer to start previewing the the golf week tournament down in Mission Inn in Orlando. So, you know, we're really focused on sort of the season at, as it's getting going. I know some of my Midwest schools as we get ramped up. I'm going to be reaching out to start understanding who's going where and what. Um, there are certain of you who have offered to come on. We're going to do that um, as well. So I'm really excited. The other thing, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I think we feel like the, the world may be kind of starting to come back together, which you know feels like that would be a wonderful thing for all of us. Um, you know, as that starts to happen, you know, D3 Golf Guys, we're going to get out there. Um, we're going to try to find our way to some of these tournaments. Um, so be look, I'll be on the lookout for us. Um, we'll have some stickers ready for you guys. Um, we'll, we'll do a few other things, but we'll want to do some interviews and get some sound bites. We'll take some video. Um, so I'm really excited about, about that opportunity, and we can kind of open up things up a little bit. That'll, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So... I, as you can tell, I'm I was totally pumped for the last couple of days. In fact, I was I was busy doing something today, and 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 I kind of jumped, and somebody looked at me like, "Whoa, whoa what's the matter?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, uh, a team made three birdies," and like people don't, people, you know, not everybody gets it. So I appreciate you guys, my audience. Um, you know the 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 guys and gals that play Division Three golf, we get this. We lo- we live and die by it. 
The other thing I'll add is uh, we do have a contest going on. Send us how you pack the van. All right, we've got a couple entries already. It's good. I would say there's a leader in the clubhouse, but you know, no no extra credit for getting the coolest van. All right. I mean, you might get some extra credit for something else, but how do you pack that van? We want to see it. We've seen the the best of the best where we've got, oh, dirty golf shoes and boxes of balls getting out of there and hiding the cooler so we don't have to uh, we don't have to give out the drinks during the during the trip. We can save them for the tournament. So really great. Appreciate everybody sending those in. Keep sending them in. Uh, remember the winning school. We'll, we'll send them a little something at, at the end of the contest. So make sure you take pictures of that. Um, don't be afraid to hashtag us. You know, uh, hit us up at, at D Three Golf Guys when you post that. Um, also, you know, our, our good friends at Any Given Tuesday. You know, they they're big fans of the Sprinter Van. So you know, include them as well. It's it's a good fun back and forth. So don't forget to uh, take those pictures in the van and uh, show us how you're packing that thing. With that, just want to say, hit them straight. Cheers.